You're listening to Season 1, Episode 13 of Just Gals Being Pals, a Xena celebration. I am your host, Bob. And I'm your other host, Spicy Spartacus, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm Spicy Spartacus, Caitlin. <laughs> that's, a, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I am Spicy Spartacus, Caitlin! <laughs> Uh, and this week we're doing the episode Athens Academy of the Performing Bards. And so why don't you why don't you tell us what happens? Oh, I'll tell you all right. Do it. We open on a high-intensity fight scene as retold by Gabby to an enthralled group in a tavern. Gabby retells the story of the Ares attack on innocent villagers for which Xena was framed. Applause and tips abound, and a young man approaches asking if she's going to the bard competition. The cute boy's dad comes over and patronizes Gabby, which immediately makes her want to enter the competition. Gabby tells Zena she wants to enter and that she'll only be studying away for four or five years. Zena tells Gabby she's going to miss her so damn much and tells her that she's fucking family. It's quite emotional. Gabby shows up in Athens for the competition and meets some other bard boys. Gabby outstory tells them by just talking. Her cute boy pal makes up a name for himself, which is Orion. We do not yet know his real name. Dun, dun, dun. They all go to check in, and Gabby fakes her way into the competition with a forged scroll. At orientation, she spots a creeper in the back of the room who then attacks and seemingly kills the speaker before running away. But, alas, it was a sham. The man wakes up and goes on to say he wants them all to tell the story of what happened, the event. Gabby then chastises him for faking something for a story and tells him about the time she met real death. Gabby explains that a fake death is not a story. The story is what happens when people have to live on after a loved one dies. There's no moral to the story of this faked death. Orion keeps gassing up Gabby, but his dad is being a dick about their friendship. Mm. We flash to other bard stories in the form of Spartacus clips as Gabby and the other fellas practice in her room for the next day's competition. One of the boy bards tells the story of Xena's evil days. Gabby schools them back by sharing the story of Xena's changed heart and her army's betrayal. The next day, Orion and Gabby rehearse again, and Gabby learns Orion has been coached by his father in a way that fucks up his mojo, making him less happy about telling stories. Just then, Gabby is found out by the Academy for faking her way in. They tell her she's kicked out of the competition. Sadly, she tells the boys who are not happy about her leaving. They're all sad sacks together, and Gabby tells the story of her too soon goodbye with Aeolus. As she's leaving, the fellas get an idea and ask her to stay for the competition tomorrow, and she does. As the first performer takes the stage, he tells the judges he will not participate unless Gabby can. The rest stand and do the same. The judge decides to let Gabby perform, and she dives right into the story of her and Xena rescuing a baby from a river and returning him to the palace to be raised as a prince and killing the evil man who was trying to slay the child. The story gets her back in the running. The fellows go on to do their routines, and Orion's dad joins them backstage to be a raging dick and tell him how much he sucks. <laughs> Gabby tries to help, but his dad's dickness knows no bounds, and Orion blows up at him and quits the competition and goes home. Gabby, though, does not let that fly. She chases him down and gives her one of her famous pep talks. She tells him to be himself and tell the stories that he wants to, the way that makes him happy. In the competition, Gabby wows the audience, telling them of the time she and Xena met and the difficulty of learning to rely on each other, which led to the strength in their long-term relationship. Orion then takes the stage and tries to tell the story the way he used to. He fucking nails it, Spartacus style. <laughs> he gets himself into the school with this glorious tale. Gabby turns down the school and says her goodbyes, learning as she leaves that her new friend Orion's 
name is actually Homer. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Gabby then heads off to rejoin Xena and tells her about winning and then walking away, saying she would rather be living adventures with Xena than telling stories of the past while living safe and warm. Mm. They head off into a new fight together. <laughs> with a look in her eyes, man. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I love that. Yeah. The, she's like, oh, there's this is people to make fight. This is a great story. Yeah, story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really enjoyed this, even though it's like a you know, a clip show. It's not, there's not that many clips that it's overwhelming. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's done in a, in a way that fits well into the story with, you know, Gabrielle being a bard and all. Yeah. And they're uh, pretty quick clips. Yeah. So it's not like, oh my God, I already watched this episode. It's right. good. It's like just highlights. I like that the other bards clips weren't from Xena necessarily. Yeah. They're yeah. like, you know, old Hercules movies mm-hmm. and clips from Spartacus mm-hmm. and all that. Those yeah. That was great stuff. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. There was a little part about Homer, too, is I guess so he he only likes to tell his stories with his eyes closed because uh-huh. so he can visualize it or whatever. Right. And so then at the end, he's like, oh, yeah, my real name's Homer. But yeah, sometimes they call me the blind bard because I close my eyes. Yeah. And <laughs> I was just like, ha, ha, ha. That's so silly. <laughs> I don't know. I like that dumb stuff. I thought it was funny that the guy who's Orion slash Homer <laughs> also looks like Another curly-haired Aeolus substitute. He does, yeah. It was a really funny thing. I looked it up, and that actor actually plays young Aeolus in the Young oh Hercules my God, series. <laughs> that's so funny. It is young Aeolus. No wonder she likes him. Yeah. He kisses her on the cheek at the end, too. It's very... It's very sweet. Very PG-13. <laughs> but uh, they do flash back to one of my favorite ridiculous fight scenes, which is when mm-hmm. they're her and Draco are fighting on top of people's heads. <laughs> Um, I do love that. In yeah. one of the episodes. And they're like spinning around on people's turbans and stuff. It's just ridiculous. It's <laughs> so much fun. So they they flash back to that scene while Gabby was telling one of her stories. Mm-hmm. That was good. That same, I haven't touched the ground yet. <laughs> she's standing on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. I didn't want to choose a, a stun from one of the clips because we've seen them already. Right. But I, I, I really like the, there was the one bard who was just like, all about fighting. Oh, then he punched him, and then the other guy punched him, and yep. and there was like no. <laughs> it's just all action. There was no story to his stories. It was just all action. Yeah. yeah. At one point, he's telling a story, and he like flips himself and falls off the bed. That is good. And that was that yeah, was actually pretty good stunt. <laughs> <laughs> the one new stunt. And his stories were just fun and funny to listen to. Yeah, and and his name was Stallonus. No. <laughs> it was just pretty funny. I didn't even notice that until I was reading the credits. Yeah, they had some funny names. Yeah. I think you and I had the uh, the same Just Gals Being Pals moment. It, it was hard. To, <laughs> like, it was so intense when, when they're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gabby is, like, telling her about wanting to leave. And Zena's like, I would never stand in the way of, like, you, like, meeting, meeting your dreams or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Gabby's all like... You know, you won't even miss me or whatever. I'll, I'll only be gone four or five years. <laughs> only f- yeah. And Xena's like, even if I was surrounded by an entire army, I would still miss you. Oh, My Xena. <laughs> I know. So, so much preciousness right there. And then, so sweet. like, you can tell she's fake smiling. And, like, I'm like, you're going to walk away and go cry, aren't you, Xena? <laughs> like, she's trying to give her a brave smile. Mm-hmm. And then Gabby gets all teary. and Totally. Yeah. It was a whole moment. <laughs> And I kind of I like that they did. Aside from that little peck on the cheek at the end, it was like totally platonic. Yeah, uh, yeah. It wasn't with like the Gabrielle and and Orion. 
it wasn't yet another little boyfriend yeah. for Gabby. Yeah. She kind of gets a lot of little boyfriends yep. <laughs> as we go along. <laughs> All these little one-episode heartbreaks. Trying to tempt her away from Xena. <laughs> yep. Yep. They'll never succeed. <laughs> and in a lot of shows, there, <laughs> it seems like eventually there will come up about an episode about like writers writing. Oh, yeah. And, so, and a lot of times that really annoys me because it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. You're writers and you're writing about writing. And yep. <laughs> yep. And puns, puns, puns. We get it. Right. But I don't know. This one, like, it didn't grate on me in that same way. No, uh, it, that it, it felt different. Was. Yeah. I mean, it's just Gabrielle is charming enough to yeah. <laughs> to pull it off kind of, yeah. uh, you know, even though there there were some moments where it's like, oh, no, you have to tell the story this way for it to be the best story. But yeah. it's... I don't know. It's just her being earnest and yeah, <laughs> like she always is. She is very earnest. Hang on, guys. Let me tell you how to do this correctly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let and me she, stop the teacher. And she's right. And tell you <laughs> what you're doing wrong. Yeah. And she's all about like, there has to be a moral to this story. And mm-hmm. But then she's also like really fucking good at it. So she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. She's like winning hearts and minds right and left. <laughs> It's like every time she starts talking, everything just stops. There's one scene where she starts in her room with the bunk beds and stuff, the mm-hmm. little servant bunk beds, mm-hmm. the grass sticking out of them. They're pretty cute. <laughs> um, she starts telling the story, and there's like only her little dude friends in there. And then when she ends the story, there's like five or six other people in there, and like people standing right. around at the door yeah. and she, stuff. And then she's like, uh, I need to go to bed. <laughs> right. All of you get out of here. <laughs> she's kind of like just naturally telling these stories in the way that's making all the other bards just mm-hmm. gather around and listen. And just, then all of a sudden she's like, holy shit, I have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of cute. <laughs> like she's like completely lost in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I love the opening scene too. She's just sitting on the bar telling a story and then some mm-hmm. guy like interrupts and he's like wait you said this was you said it was the morning how could it be night if it's the morning she's like all right it was daytime <laughs> and then goes right back into her story it was right. pretty it was really cute she's just like perched up there with a big old crowd <laughs> can't get enough of gabby mm-hmm. so this episode had no disclaimer but it had a like shout out to Spartacus and the Spartacus actors. Yeah. Because they definitely took some chunks of that movie and clipped it in. But <laughs> that was their disclaimer. Thanks they was for like a us. tribute or honor to yeah. them or something. Thanks for letting us use your story as the best story in the ep- told in the episode. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Um Orion's story ends up being kind of uh that last clip of Spartacus with the lady showing him his baby son. I actually haven't seen Spartacus I since I was a child. Who his father was. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to tell him it's you. And then the camera is just staring at Michael Douglas's face for a long time. That's who the actor is, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, Did I just make that up? Well, it's, <laughs> I some, say it's Kirk some Douglas, guy. His Kirk dad? Douglas. Yeah. There's a Douglas involved. Yeah. So <laughs> actor names are not my specialty, but it's that Douglas guy. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's just like, grimacing on the on his crucifixion cross he's just grimacing and then it goes pans back to the lady and she's like i'll tell him and it's just grimacing at her again it's like a long grimace it doesn't say anything but uh-huh. anyway that's the end of orion's story and and so he could tell it well because his eyes were closed and all that mm-hmm. grimace I mean, you know and the, homer is obviously real or maybe real i don't know apparently there's some debate about that whether he was like a group of different writers oh yeah co- collated into one or something but i don't who knows i was i don't there. know that much about the real history of this Ancient i should probably read times. up on it at some point but 
I, I it seems hear, interesting. I hear the uh, documentation is a little <laughs> spotty yeah. for that time period. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if uh, Euripides was, was actually like as flowery, his prose is as flowery as this as he's guy. dramatized this to be. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. But I thought his lines were really fun. Yeah. It's a joke for history majors, yeah. probably. <laughs> There's a bunch of nerds <laughs> laughing somewhere. But yeah, he had fun dialogue. Yeah, he's kind of a sap, but he means well. <laughs> we love a well-meaning sap around here, to be honest. And I think for the first time, I noticed that like on the stage, there was like almost like as a proscenium arch, there was like all these like like feathery wings or something, almost like as curtains above the stage. Oh, I don't stage. think I Yeah, I hadn't noticed that before either. That was pretty cool. Hmm. Interesting little detail. Yeah, these are all the things Bob always notices. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I don't have as much to say about this one because there's so many clips. Yeah, it's kind of it's a weird episode in the sense that not that much happens. It's a very short story. Mm-hmm. It's just that there's a bunch of clips like taking up space between the beats of the story. Mm-hmm. So like there's like not that much happens with Gabby's school business. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely a Xena light episode too. It's, yeah, she probably shot for half a day. Mm-hmm. The rest <laughs> of it was just pulling old stuff. Yeah. I love the end, though. Zena's just walking down a some path, and Gabby just comes careening, running down the hill, and just like starts walking next to her. Mm-hmm. And they don't even say hello. Zena's just like, so who won? And Gabby's <laughs> like, I did. <laughs> and I don't know. It's it's just so comfortable. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. They didn't make a whole thing about it. They're comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Zena was just like, I knew you'd be back. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stand in between you and your... Your bardicness, but I knew you'd be back because you're an adventure bard. Adventure bard. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new, it's a, it's a new class. It's a subclass of bard. Um, she's multi-classed, really. The I adventure think that's, school. Yeah. The barding. <laughs> Bardic adventure school. Yeah. She's your classic multi-class character. Mm. What was your quote? My quote comes from, I can't remember the name of the judge, the, the their guest judge that they had at the Bardic competition. Mm-hmm. But after Gabby gets kicked out and the boys make their protest to have her back in, that guy's like, I want to hear her talk and then I'll decide. And so he hears her tell the story and he, he gets up and he's just like, I cannot fucking believe you guys were going to let her be kicked out. Art. We'll never take second place to rules and regulations. Yeah. Fucking A, man. <laughs> fucking A, man. He's just like, not having all this bullshit. Fucking rules. As fucking a, rules. As a capital A artist, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't need fucking scrolls and registration. We just need to tell stories, man. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking tell stories. It's about peace and love. I wish I were and- better, Bard. Maybe you should go to the academy. I, you know, I would like to do that. Work on your, uh, really hone your skills. Mm-hmm. Homer, Homer your skills. Homer. <laughs> <laughs> We're both rushing to make that fun. <laughs> you got anything else? Um, no, except that look, you know, that look that Gabby gives at the end of the episode. It's mm-hmm. my favorite look that Gabby has given in a while, actually. <laughs> and she's really excited to battle some people and tell more stories she she kind of it's the look that xena gets when she's like when she Ooh, like i get the fight gets in front of people and she <laughs> yeah. like, she looks all like kind of crazy eyes <laughs> yeah gabby got the crazy eyes and she got all excited mm-hmm. that was kind of my final good thing sweet 
Well, if you want to hear more back episodes of Just Gals Being Pals, you can go to justgalsbeingpals.com uh, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Um, <laughs> you can uh, also find us at Xenopals on Twitter or Instagram. Our opening and closing music is Kaval Sphiri, performed by Balkan Ethno Orchestra. Please visit them at balkanethnoorchestra.com. Ooh, Caitlin, say your thing. Take excellent care of yourself. And I highly recommend going outside to breathe the air. Oh, yeah. We just did it, and it was it was fabulous. So, I encourage. Rain or shine. Go get some air out there. I'll it's second good. that. It's good stuff. Bye.